Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. going on my name is kevin deers uh this is metal shops backstage pass as you probably know by now you you click the link it is episode number 335 thanks so much for checking this out this is with a band called drain and uh, i actually interviewed them during a crazy crazy storm down in the bay area so there were some lagging issues some their video and audio was starting to cut out so i had to do a little bit of cutting splicing and and, and to to save this and to edit it down to make it sound really good and uh, but uh, i i really appreciate these guys uh chatting with me they have a new album called living proof that is out on friday the 5th on epitaph records they're debut on epitaph uh and this band is absolutely killer if you dig stuff like suicidal tendencies power trip overkill you're gonna dig this it's crossover thrash hardcore music that uh just like totally rips in the style of like 80s thrash music uh, they're gonna be coming to town at alma mater in tacoma it's an all ages show with out of pocket Terena, MS paint and ego death. That's going down May 25th. That's a Thursday. And, uh, again, that's drain headlining the living proof tour, the outbreak tour monster energy presents outbreak tour. And again, tickets are available May 25th and it's a brainstem productions. So, uh, buy tickets to that and, uh, check out the new album living proof without any further ado. Here's my interview with the guys from drain. It's a metal shops backstage pass. All right, right now I got a band called Drain. They have a new album called Living Proof coming out May 5th on Epitaph Records, which is a wild thing to say. Uh, and uh, right now in, in Santa Cruz, where they live, there's actually quite a storm. Uh, there's power outage, which explains why Sammy, vocalist over here, is uh, it looks like he's uh, in a horror movie, scared out of his mind. What's going on, guys? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Uh, what's up? No, what's I, up? I am, dude. I'm horrified, man. No, it's crazy. <laughs> it's windy, man. Thanks for having us on, though, dude. Absolutely, yeah. man. It, it looks like Blair Witch over there. 
you guys look good yeah you guys look awesome man what the heck <laughs> yeah man well, thank you for having us man. dude seriously yeah, thanks, thanks man. for having us though of course well uh sammy let's start with you so your name and you're the vocalist right and and where are you from yes sir i'm a i'm from originally from san pedro california but i've uh santa cruz has been home for the last 10 years yeah right on and uh cody uh yeah, your lead guitarist right yes and where lead are you guitar from? uh so i was born in hollister which where i'm currently living right now okay and i grew up in salinas like most of my whole entire life so nice right on and tim how about you man yeah man i'm from santa barbara originally and uh i live in santa cruz currently right on right on so you guys are a three-piece right now are you guys uh going to be touring as a three-piece or yeah, I got you. I got you. No, okay. Yeah, we, we've been we've been mainly rocking this at three, but now we, we uh, like when we write and stuff, but and like you know make like whatever we try to figure out what we're gonna do next and stuff. But now we always rock as a four piece. We've been a four piece for like five years. So we just kind of been getting different friends to come in and fill in um, on the bass spot. Yeah, cool, man. Right on. Well, um, so you guys recorded with Taylor Young, who's incredible musician. God's hate nails. Um, you know, disgrace. Just so many bands, right? And and he has the pit, but you guys also got to record at Studio 606, which is Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters space, their actual studio. What was that like? Explain to me what it was like to record at, you know, Foo Fighters recording studio. It was pretty cool, man. I mean, dude, the- it was crazy, man. I, I was like, yeah, I was like, what yeah. the heck? I can't believe we're like actually in here. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. Yeah, I mean, dude. we just did drums. So that's- yeah, it was nuts, dude. It was, uh, it was a, it was a, it was crazy. I don't know. It was a, huge room and uh, uh the drum sounded great and yeah it was it was pretty uh pretty mind-blowing to be in that room it was cool it was, it was a pretty rad experience um you guys Dude, was it your china tim or your crash that broke that oh, my china bit, yeah my china <laughs> yeah it was my china i i uh the china broke after tracking like the first like one or two tracks i can't remember and then we had to like just use one of uh the, the china symbols that were there and, and it had like a little foo written on the inside of it so i just i like to assume that it was a uh, taylor hawkins china symbol that we use on the record blessing i'm you. sure it was one of like the thousands that he has back there but still in my mind <laughs> that was his that was his personal one r.i.p man r.i.p yeah R.I.P. Yeah. yeah for sure yeah um, seriously you you guys released uh a record an awesome record on Rev, uh, Revelation Records, like right, right as the pandemic <clears throat> started, and and it's such a wild three years that we've all lived through. Like coming up here in next month will be three years of you know since the beginning of the pandemic. So, what was that like releasing this record, which I'm sure you worked your asses off on, like one of the biggest hardcore labels of all time, right? at the beginning of the pandemic tell me where your minds were at and and what what that was like for you guys dude it was a trip man i mean i think like you know we had like big plans set and i'm not sure where was you know what it was like for for you guys back home but for us it was like it started as like hey we're just doing a two-week shutdown yep so at first we were pretty optimistic because we had like record release plans and like record release shows already booked and so we were like really optimistic about it and then it you know once we realized like okay this is not going away anytime soon you know we kind of uh you know it was a little bit of a bummer but on the same boat man um i think it our record dropped at like the uh 
I'd like call it the Tiger King era of COVID. Yep. Uh, when everyone's home watching Tiger King, kind of early on, you know. Uh, and so I feel like people were all just collectively kind of finding one thing to all like you know separately, but like you know together sink their teeth into. So whether it's like a TV show, whatever, our record dropped. I think a lot of people listen to it that may may just not have if they were working and doing their normal grind. So in a way, I think it really helped us. And uh, Cody, yeah, you, you guys want to add to that? Yeah, I, I definitely remember being very bummed that we couldn't forward off of it. But yeah, I mean, I agree with Sammy. I mean, I think that the the pan- it coming out in the pandemic really helped, yeah. you know, it getting out there and people like, you know, sitting down and really like listening to it and like soaking it all in and stuff. So, you know, like, like you said, it was a big bummer, but at the same time, kind of a blessing and a curse at the same time, you know? How long did it take before you decided to just go in and start writing more material? Did you guys pretty much immediately just start? I can't remember when we, when we started like officially writing. I don't know. Do you, do you guys happen to remember when like the yeah. first like- Well, Tim was not living here yet. So it was, it had to have been, uh, I had moved back, but Tim wasn't living here yet. So it was, it was still, it was still 2020, I think. I think it was still 2020. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I crazy. Yeah, so it's still I, like like the summer of 2020. I think. Yeah, that's pretty much immediately right after. Yeah, I think oh, I might be a little bit. Okay, ahead, well, man. let me let me ask this. So the so California Curse comes out on <laughs> Revelation Records, uh, iconic label, and then uh, your your new album is coming out on Epitaph, which is um, the biggest uh, independent record label in the world. Um, as far as like the the highest selling independent record label in the world, um, how did you guys you know get the conversation going with with Epitaph? Did they approach you guys? What was that? My dog. Okay. Um. To to my knowledge, Epitaph just reached out to to us, as far as I can remember. Yeah, that's my understanding as well. They because they reached out really like within the first week that the uh, California Curse came out. So I think they just caught wind of it and were like pretty interested in like getting something going with us. Um, and yeah, we were like pretty gung ho on like we're like shoot, we really want to give this record that we worked so hard on like um, a proper tour cycle, you know. So it might just be a little bit, but they were really cool about that, and we just stayed in touch. And it was kind of like, as soon as they reached out, I think, you know, we were all like, well, I mean, that's like, the, that's the biggest that we could go. That's yeah. like the one, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, if, you know, if they're interested, let's do it. And, uh, you know, I think, yeah, like I said, once we realized we weren't going to be hitting the road, like anytime soon, we started writing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, you know, we kind of t- took our time, but, um, you know, I, I think it'll show in the final product. We just, we just didn't rush it really. If uh, if Punko Rama samplers were still a thing, you guys would be right next to No Effects and and Lagwagon and and you know what I mean and No Use for a Name and 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 uh, what what there's so many iconic bands on on uh, on Epitaph Records, man. I mean, Offspring, Rancid, No Effects. You know, was was uh, Epitaph a big part of your guys's childhoods growing up and getting into music? Like not not a whole lot for me. Yeah, for like, sure. But like a a, a little bit, I'm definitely like offspring, just music that I was like into before, just from hearing on the radio before I even like really found music, like in the way I know I like grew to know it. You know, it's just like I think just hearing those songs on the radio, here Pennywise, you know, like on the radio oh, yeah. growing up, it's like 
I don't know. It was, it was, it's a trip. You know, I remember, like, I don't even know what the song's called, but I really like it. And it ended up being like Bro Him. You know, I just didn't know what it was called. Yes. Like hearing on the radio and it's like, to be on the same label as them is just surreal. During the pandemic, you know, you're re- recording this album and you're writing this album and then recording it with Taylor Young. Uh, if you were having, if you're having like a crappy day and, and uh, you know, you're just feeling down, what's an album that you can go to, to kind of bring you into a good uh, mindset, whether it's uh, an aggressive album to get your anger out or a positive album to, to smile, make you smile. What's an album you can uh, reach for Cody. Let's start with you, man. Hmm. Man. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe somewhere on like the hip hop route, like maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe some like from the night, some like old school hip hop, maybe like Craig Max, like the the project Funk the World or something. Okay. Uh, that, that's always been a classic for me since a kid. Um, yeah, that was the first thing that came to mind. But uh, yeah, th- there's, there's definitely a few for sure. But that's one of them. Awesome. And Tim, what about you, man? Dude, that's a good question. Probably for me, like, probably like uh, Enema of the State by Blink or like mm-hmm. um, the self titled Third Eye Blind album. Like, okay. Yeah. Like record, like CDs that I like grew up listening to usually yeah. cheer me up. And Sammy, how about you, man? Dude, music cheer me up, man. I'm, I'm so basic, man. I'll probably throw on like, just like Beach Boys greatest hits. Okay. That's my jam. Not even, I mean, Pest Town is always rocks too. Like whatever, whatever, I think it's called Endless Summer is like the full compilation. Yep. Dude, I'll just throw that on. It's like a dual disc. I'll just jam that. It's just got everything. There you go, man. Surfing USA. Are you guys surfers? <laughs> and I, I feel like a million bucks when I listen to that. That's <laughs> sick. Do you guys um, surf or skate? So I, I just all, surfed dude. for the first um, time the other day, which was pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> Sammy, do you surf or skate? I, you know, I, I do a little bit of both. I, I, I grew up skating, so that's that was like my first one. I'm, I'm like a, a lot better at that. Um, but like in the last couple of years, I, I did start to learn to surf. I'm, I'm by no means good, but I, I really do enjoy it. Sure. Um, it's uh yeah it's 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 really fun yeah i love it sorry i'm not i'm not i don't skate or surf i wish dude i was never any good fair enough damn (laughs) so this uh so with with this album coming out may 5th are you guys going to be pretty pretty much touring non-stop are you guys going to be going out on the road hitting hard uh yeah definitely um yeah we'll definitely be doing a tour in support of the album uh for the summertime for sure um but uh, yeah, of course, nothing's announced yet. But for sure, yeah, man, we're gonna be getting after it, trying to trying our best, making up for the last time we we didn't get to for the last record. So Absolutely. you know what I mean? Yeah, man, we're we're really excited about all of it. Hell yeah! I talk to a lot of different bands. I talk to you know big bands like you know I talk to you know, like like a Megadeth for example, and we all know that they do music full time. But then bands that are you know just getting started or on you know or early stages or just kind of play. You know, or, you know, like you, for instance, you just signed to Epitaph Records. You're probably in that in-between part. Do you guys have normal day jobs? You know, do you guys, have you guys been able to quit your jobs and, and pursue music full-time? Or are you working the, the normie job like I have to? Dude, I'm I'm just kind of in between. I'm in like the middle ground right now. Okay. Um, Luckily, I, I got a really cool situation. You know what I mean? I work for uh, my buddy Cole, who owns a, a screen printing shop called Printhead. Awesome. And, uh, we, you know, we played some bands together and stuff over the years. So, yeah. Oh, um, right. We pretty much yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So we you know, we we pretty much print for um we do most of the drain merch, you know, tsunami, scowl, spy, a bunch of bands in the bear. We'll print all of our merch. Um, and so I'm I'm in a very lucky spot where I kind of get to come in when I need to and, and then be gone when I need to. Um, so I'm I'm real lucky, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the hybrid spot right now. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Um, I, oh, oh sorry, Tim. Yep. No, no, sorry. Um, I, I work full time. Yeah, I work as like a production coffee roaster for a local coffee company. Awesome. So yeah, I work I work full time. And Cody, how so, about you, man? Yeah, I uh definitely do not work really at all. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I uh, uh every once in a while, uh like so I was working at this coffee shop uh here here in Holster uh called Calavera Coffee. I was working there for maybe like a year and a half and then I kind of stopped working there like maybe like last summer or something. But every once in a while, uh they'll have me come in and like, oh, they need to need me for a shift or something. Um, but it's very like few and far between. So I'm mostly not working. <laughs> okay. Full time yeah. master. Hell yeah, that's yep. That's awesome. The dream. Awesome, guys. Well, uh, you know, I, I, one thing um, I am curious about, and, and, and just a couple more fun questions here uh, before we get going. Um, we all know, you know, killer shows we all like to brag about. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you guys, ha- when I say best show you've ever played, you have one in mind. But uh, what's the worst show you've ever played? Oh, this is the funner one for sure. Yeah, this, this is definitely the, the more fun. Um, There's a lot of for sure. Does someone want to go first? Because I, I kind of have a couple in mind, but yeah, I mean the, the thing is, um, you know, for those listening, Drain's pretty much only played good shows always, oh. and uh, you know, I never, I don't want it to ever, um, you know, uh, be known otherwise. No, I'm kidding. Do we, 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 <laughs> we've just recently probably evened out the ratio of good to bad shows in our, you know, nine year career, which is crazy, um, but. uh Dude, I, I think I always go back to like worst, but tried to make it best. I'll, I'll always bring this back. When was uh we went? It was our first time in in Worcester, Massachusetts. Okay, I and, knew uh, you were gonna bring that one up. Like, <laughs> dude, this is my favorite. This is my favorite one, dude. We go through, and I, it's a little bit of a story, but we, we anyways we go through, and it was uh, us, and we were opening this band called Rhythm of Fear, and like, you know, I don't think either of us were like particularly big bands, but it was also like late january so it's just like like the dead center of winter you know what i mean just like so cold and it was like a week night and we played the spot and anyways it was like ice like leading up to like you know you're carrying the gear up the sidewalk and slipping and, and we get inside there's like no one there you know whatever nor do i really expect it. we're a small band but i'm in the bathroom and this guy rolls up to me and he's like hey uh he's like you with the band and i was like yeah what's up he's like dude Tonight's normally open mic night, but they canceled it because of your show. So what's up? And I was just like, oh my God. Like, I, I don't even know what he wants. He's like, what's up? You're going to let me rock with you guys or what? I'll do whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, what you, 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 like, can you, what do you do? He's like, I'll rap, I'll yell, I'll do whatever. And I was like, all right, sick. Yes, we're oh. going to do it. And so we, like, you know, in the middle of the set, whatever, there's maybe like five, I don't know, maybe, maybe 10 kids there, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like that's being really generous, including the staff. Uh, we let this <laughs> yeah. dude come on stage and just like try to like play a rap song. Like, like to play the beat, and Cody kind of like, like bam, bam, you know, like, like a I little melody. To, like, yeah, I tried to hype it up. Like, oh, oh, I'm trying to hype it up, and it's just not. He, he can't get started, and we're just like, all right, we gotta pull the plug. It's been like 45 seconds of trying to make this happen. So he's like getting, he's getting mad, Tim. He's like, come on, keep playing. Keep playing. Like, all right, all right. We're done. Back to schedule yeah. program. Yep. I mean, had fun with it, but yeah. Hey, what do you guys think? That's when yeah, you have to bust out an E-Town concrete riff and have him rap over that, you know? So what about honestly, you? Guys? Honestly, that, 
that 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 freaking that that show that reminded me of uh that that part in eight mile where uh, eminem choked like the first time you know like that, that was that was big jb when he like when he choked like it was just just i was playing the beat just like dancing he's just like <laughs> yeah he he froze dude he had a, he he had a shot and he, he blew it that's crazy man. <laughs> tim or cody either either you guys have something else in mind i mean that that was definitely on, on my list for sure i'm trying to think what else uh shoot i mean i know we definitely played a show in like south carolina it it was nothing really like exciting like like you know the the show that sam just mentioned but it was just you know just one of those shows where it's like we it took us like three days to get there because we like traveled all across the you know to get there and it was like three days of traveling before that and then we played the show we're already shot to begin with mm-hmm. the show shot probably played like two people um you know what i mean but that's i'll never forget that i'm just like damn like it was like a, a really rough start to the tour i was like damn there's like no one here and we feel shot like we're you know what i mean like yeah it's eating the fish like that that makes you appreciate when when you have killer shows right oh absolutely oh, yeah. yeah for sure yeah i mean i think we played exclusively bad shows for the first like what four or five years as a band i mean it, 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 yeah. it has not been until more recently where it's been like you know the shows have been a lot better but i mean there's there's like so many like I, I can't even like think of a specific one on that same tour of the of the show in Worcester. Like the last show of the tour, I think was in Memphis, Tennessee, and like I, I, I from what I remember, there was like maybe two people there. Like I, I if that, like, and I'm, maybe I'm exaggerating, but I, I remember it as being two people there. We like got carrots that I used as drumsticks because I was like, dude, no one's watching. Like no one cares. Um, <laughs> but it was like it was it was uh like it was. We still, but we, you know, we make the best of it. We have fun, totally. but it was like, uh, from what I remember, I think there was like two people, two, three people paid or something like that. It was pretty insane. <laughs> well, luckily, you know, the shows are a lot better these days. Again, the album's coming out May 5th on Epitaph. My last question for you guys, and we'll start with you, Cody, pick a scar on your body. Show us if you can, but at least tell us the story of how you got it. A scar. <laughs> well, um, I, I, I may or may not have it. It's like, it's kind of right here. I don't know if you can see it. I can feel it right here, but uh, um, when uh, I was like 20, I was, it's funny because I was just telling this story the other day, Okay. but um, when I was 20, I was at my friend's house. I was super drunk. We were going to go do like a, a beer run in yeah. order to do the beer run. I had to get on the razor scooter, Okay. you know, and, and, and the, 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 the liquor store that we we're going to, they, they definitely served alcohol to me, even though I was underage, but I went there and, on a razor and I was, yeah. what, what's that? You, you you were underage and and riding to them on a razor scooter so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm on a razor it's, it's all bad i'm on a razor scooter and then uh my the wheel hits like a rock or something i go flying face first into like a fire hydrant um and you know like you know how it kind of sticks out like the little bolt part you oh, know yeah. like um on the side the, the the bolt part like hit me right here i get up i go into the liquor store i'm all like dazed whatever i i noticed the lady's kind of looking at me and i'm like why the f- was she like staring at me? It was kind of weird. You know, I walk out and then my homie's like, dude, like you're bleeding everywhere. And it was coming down. And um, I'm pretty sure I have like somewhat of a concussion. Cause I go back to the party. I'm trying to play beer pong. I can't focus and everything. My, my friend made me sit down and stuff like that. And yeah, so I can, I can feel it. You can't really like see it though, but it was definitely right here for sure. So dude, that's like inches away from blinding you permanently. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? It's like, you know, you look back at those times, you're like, damn, I was young and stupid, and I will never, ever do that again. You, you know? got the beer, but you got the beer. You- uh, I did. I definitely did, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Tim, how about you, man? Um, I'm trying to think. Nothing like super vis- like visual. I, I remember when I was like in grade school, I had like my mom was like cutting my hair mm-hmm. and she like sliced like my earlobe or like the like right behind my earlobe. And I started like bleeding a lot and I was crying, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And like I was uh, and like every once in a while, it'll still kind of like act up like it'll still like kind of hurt. And I always just kind of blame that incident. I don't know. That's like the closest thing I can think of. Not that exciting. <laughs> Damn it, mom. Yeah. Sammy, how about you, man? Dude, can you guys hear me okay? Am I am I yeah. still in and out? Can oh, you? yeah. <laughs> okay. Totally, dude. Yeah, it's actually crazy. I literally was just telling someone the story today. But uh, to my favorite, dude, so like, like I said, drinking been a band for a long time. Um, Like when when these guys first started jamming, um, you know, there was like, initially there's a different kid who was singing at first. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it just didn't really work out. Like I think they had it for a show or something, but I was at uh, an early drain show just in the crowd. And I, I say early drain show like that. That sounds way cooler than it was just like us. And they were playing in some kid's living room and I went and uh, <laughs> it, it came to say we were moshing and we were, no one was really pitting like hard or like dancing. Yeah. We were just like pushing each other. And this kid fell and hit like He like knocked his head into my forehead. So I think it was this one. Damn. I did this one though. One of these ones, anyways, I got like I split my sh- or my excuse me, my, my language. I split my eyebrow, um, like wide open, and I was like, kind of bleeding a lot. Um, and I like it was like during their second song, so I was like, like I thought it'd be like, cool to stay. I was like, yeah, let's like stay in like whatever. <laughs> and I was all high, but I had to go get like eleven stitches, um, like on my eyebrow. And luckily, it, like kind of blends in. It's like right behind my eyebrow, so you don't really wow. notice. But uh, I get all stoked. I'm like, heck yeah! I was like, I got. I got injured at the drain show. Now I'm in the band. Now What's you're up? in the band. Now plenty of other people <laughs> yeah, are being injured. So I dig it. Yeah, me and the, the other the other four guys that were there, I for sure got the most hurt. But they go. were close <laughs> contenders. They're close <laughs> contenders, man. I had to nice. fight for that spot. <laughs> nice. That's a sick question. I like that. Hell yeah. yeah that's the question I uh, I ask every single artist. I, I do uh, interviews for a wrestling company up here in Seattle, and they have they always tend to have really interesting uh, scar stories. So definitely, I appreciate you guys indulging my weird questions. Uh, again, Living Proof is coming out May 5th on Epitaph Records. Really crazy to say that. Uh, you can pre-order the record. Uh, and uh, yeah, any final words for Seattle and the Northwest before we let you guys go? Yeah, dude. Soon. Yo, I'm sorry we haven't. I'm sorry we haven't come. Uh, we'll be seeing you soon. I'm sorry it's taking us so long. We ha- we haven't been up there since uh, pre-COVID. Just haven't made it work out yet. But uh, we're gonna be changing that real soon. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you, everyone. Shout out Cafe Vita in Seattle. Yes. Good. Good shot, man. Right on. Yeah. All right, yes, guys. Sir. We'll see you guys soon for sure. That's sick. Pick up the new drain record. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for having us, bro. Yep. Good luck with the storm, man. Thanks, bro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 